Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Guestimators, the game show where guesswork beats Google. Join me, Andy Bush, and a celebrity guesstimator as we try to figure out what the British public really think about hot topics such as how fast Superman can paddle a canoe, etc. I'm delighted to be joined by comedian and A&E doctor Maddie Dan, as well as holding down one of the most stressful jobs in the world, Maddie's social media videos, including Netball for Dummies and How to Open a Pack of Haribo. I've seen her amass more than a million followers on that there TikTok. It's uh, amazing to have on Guestimators. Maddie Dan, how are you doing? Hello, thank you so much for having me. I need that intro every time I enter a room now. <laughs> Uh, so, Maddie, incredibly busy job, A&E doctor. Do you get time to quiz? Do you have any free time at all to, to do leisure activities such as quizzing? Well, I, yeah, I did, but yeah, I, it, enough free time to be invited to quizzes, but I could never seem to go. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'd probably be going to the pub more for the drinks than the quiz, but I love a quiz. I love it. Uh, so do you do, um, I was getting the name of it wrong, what's the one with all the numbers? Is that sud- Sudoku, Sudoku? I'm terrible Sudoku. at saying it. Oh, I love a Sudoku. Absolutely. I'm currently obsessed with this phone, this game on my phone called Drop the Number, where essentially there's little boxes of different numbers and you drop them on top of each other and then they <laughs> together to make a really big number. It's really, honestly, <laughs> hours. <laughs> and then you know, in terms of, of, you know, the job, any doctor, um, you meet the, the great British public on a daily basis in your job. Um, did you like the great British public? This, this quiz is all about trying to get into the minds of the great British public, but are they all right? Or what, what's your view on them? Oh, I love the great British public, personally. I mean, I was, I was once told by someone that I'm no longer friends with that I'd never had an original thought. And I was like, OK, wow. great. So I'm just like, we are just a hive mind. Me and the, I'm happy with that. I'm absolutely fine with that. I think on the most part, people are, are, are good people. And I think this is so interesting as well. Um, and I think anyone that, you know, there's this sort of pick me girl energy that I don't like, which is that I'm not I'm different. I'm not like everyone else. Well, I think actually yeah. I think it's quite nice to um, have similarities with people and, and figure out what other people think about something and whether you think the same. So, yeah, I love them. And, and if, you, if you don't mind uh, us asking before we get into the quiz, you're obviously, uh, uh, you know, A&E doctor. Uh, what is the weirdest accident that you've had to deal with in A&E, uh, Maddie? Would you be able to tell us about that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, to remove I think anything? The, the weirdest accidents are the ones that you don't think were an accident. Oh, oh yeah. The, the things old. that you sort of think, oh, um, 
okay, well, Buzz is up there, okay, but where is Wings out? <laughs> did, how did was that before or after? Did you not realise the switch was on his foot? So I've, ne- I've not quite seen a Buzz Lightyear up there, but there have been some uh, some materials that have ended up in certain orifices that they were not designed for. And look, if you're putting anything in, in the back passage, just make sure it's got a flared base. For goodness sake, it's almost Christmas. <laughs> that we we, we do know. try and put that bit of advice out pretty much every week on guesstimators. But I, I, I think we're getting cut through. I think it's an through. important thing, yeah. It is, it is. I'm going to make pin badges for it. Well, that's, that's the next thing. We've got tote bags and we'll take it to the next level. <laughs> well, listen, let's get straight into the quiz on that footnote and uh, recap how it works with our resident quiz guru, Matt Cutler, a.k.a. The Stat Man. Thanks, Bush. And hi, Maddie. Welcome to the show. So this is how Guestimators works. We've compiled a diverse sample of the British public, representing a range of ages, backgrounds, demographics and interests. We call them the Guestination. So every week we ask the Guestination a series of questions that have no correct answer. Quite absurd questions, to be honest. It's your job to try and guesstimate what the most common answers were. It's as simple as that. Any questions before we start? No questions. No questions? Perfect. It's good to go. Right, so this week's guesstimators is about ingestion, Ireland, and index fingers. We've got a 10-question quiz that our listeners have been playing all week, and we know how well they've done. Now it's time to see how you and Bush fare. So, round one, we're going to be talking about fingers and thumbs. So we told the guestination to put their hands on the table and number their digits 1 to 10 from left to right. They were then told they had to chop one off. My word. I want you to tell me what were the two most common digits chosen in order. The top two digits. Interesting. Uh, we believe that in one of your TikTok videos, Maddie, you, you had a finger-based accident. It, it, what happened? Tell us about that. Oh, I was assaulted by a chocolate coin. <laughs> yeah, and the, the wrapping of the chocolate coin. It's not even nice chocolate. You give all that effort to get yeah. into it. The foil slices you, and then it's like if, if like a piece of cardboard was shown a piece of chocolate. Oh. Disgusting. I was furious. And I and do you know what? I, I I don't like people that will film terrible events in their life, you know, make content. You think, when did you have time to set the camera up? But in that moment, I thought, I'm setting the camera up <laughs> and I'm going to at least monetize this experience. Yeah, miserable. Which finger was it? It was one of my, It was a finger I wouldn't choose for this question. I think it was my index finger. Oh, OK. Quite a useful one. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a painful yeah. one uh, to, to use. I've healed, though. I'm better. I'm over it. That's yeah. good to know that's, that's in the past. And hopefully this isn't a triggering uh, start to the quiz then as you uh, list which digits you would uh, chop off. Uh, so let's have a think about this. You put your hands down on the table, number them uh, one to ten left to right. Now, what are you saying then? The most two common digits chosen in order. What, what are you thinking, Maddie? No, I feel like everyone's already thought about this for sure. If you've not been asked this question, you've not been out for drinks with the right people. <laughs> I'm thinking absolutely. So we're going left to right. So my left little finger is number one and my right little finger must be number ten. So I think we're going fingers one and ten. I was considering fingers one and two, but then... That's, that's your left ring finger. I mean, look, mine's not in use, but let's not draw attention to that. I'm fine with it. If I cut it off, it definitely won't be, so she's staying. <laughs> Middle finger, too funny. Index, we love her. Thumbs, it's the only thing that separates us from the cat. Yes. The opposable thumbs. Yes, yes, yes. So it's got to be fingers one and ten. I'm going for one and ten, and I feel pretty strongly about it, actually. OK, one and ten for Maddie. That's I'd be like a little crab. Like a little tiny crab. That's uh, no little finger yeah. going on there. What do you use your little finger for? If, you'd, if, if someone was to say... You know, so an alien wants to come down from another planet and say, what do you guys use your little fingers for? Tea drinking. <laughs> drinking tea. Or pinky finger. <laughs> yeah, sit the finger oh, out yeah. just, just to look, you know. Or or if you're feeling dastardly. <laughs> yeah. <you> had it. <laughs> 
feeling you wanted to express from a distance that you're having a dastardly idea, Littlefinger would be helpful. Yeah, so it's um, the kind of thing that you would use if your volcano was opening. Or if you were an insufferable insufferable uh, uni lad that I used to know that would wear a signet ring. I mean, no offence, the signet no, ring no, no, no. probably isn't some... Sick. Oh, no, wait, I'm checking all your hands now. OK, good, yeah, the signet ring. Thank goodness I would have left immediately. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that, that's... It's only got one good use. Tea, no, two, tea drinking and dastardly thoughts. I was going to say, um, uh, a guy I used to work with uh, who was from Cyprus used to have an uncle who used to grow the fingernail on both his little fingers so he could, he could put you in the end of rolly cigarettes when he was making rollies. It's so niche. Isn't it? I knew the same, but it was a man who'd grow it long enough so he didn't have to take a key on a night out. <laughs> Right, so um, right, you're going one and ten. I'm, I'm going to yeah. go ring fingers, so um, oh. I'm going to go two. It's quite hard to work out. What would that you be? You a child of divorce, too. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, uh, no, God, no, 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. Broken homes. Uh, two and nine, I'm going to go for. Is that, is that, is that, is that correct? Yeah. Two and nine. Okay, so two and nine for me, one and ten for Maddie. We're locking them in. Yeah. Statman Matt. Thank you. So can I just check, Maddie? You're saying one is the most common chosen and yeah. ten is the second most common yeah. chosen. You'd go left to right, wouldn't you? Everyone hates the left hand, which is annoying because I'm a lefty, but I'm going with what the nation would say. Ooh. And fewer people are left-handed, so I'm keeping the one as... Can I, can I ask a question? My, my, my youngest daughter, who's nearly two, is... is is showing signs of being left-handed. There's a, there's okay. a leaflet for that. I know, I know in the, in the, there is a leaflet. In the 1800s, we would have strapped her left hand to her, her waist. As you and should. Made to use the other As one. you should, yeah. Um, but is there anything we need to buy her in the future? Do you have, to, do you have a special uh, corkscrew? Or? Left-handed scissors. Left-handed scissors. Yeah. Okay. The ones I had at school, I've always felt... So, I mean, I say I'm not a pick-me, but I got to use the yellow and the green-handed scissors, not just the blue or the red ones. Left-handed always scissors is dreamy. But I'm not the sort of lefty. I don't swap my cutlery, and I use, my, I use like a computer mouse in the right hand, and I throw better with my right. Oh. So all I do is write with my left hand. Interesting. Buy her pens that don't smudge, because if she writes and then she draws her hand, across it she'll give up with pen because you just end up smudging everything you've written so you must have a cracking uh like um a prescription handwriting then if you're left-handed i've actually got for a doctor i've got stunning handwriting it's yeah. one of my greatest achievements aside from the degree <laughs> good good handwriting okay well well that's good yeah. we're, we're locking them in um at, uh, two and nine one and ten perfect um it's worth saying on left-handed people stats show that left-handed people are actually smarter than right-handed people i, I say this as someone who's right-handed but if you go to strategy consultancies across oh. the world, they over-index on left-handed people. Oh, that's so interesting. I knew it. I knew it. I just knew there was something special. <laughs> the devil hand. And there you go. But this leads me nicely on to the next yeah. question. I want you to tell me which hand people primarily chose to chop from. Was it their left hand or their right so hand? I, I mean, I'm going to go for the same reason. Fewer people are left-handed. I think they're getting rid of their left hand. Unless some of them like a bit of a stranger in the tub moment with a, a lefty here and there. I don't <laughs> Did I say that out loud? I meant to think that. Le I'd say left, for sure. But do, you, do you mean like... Sorry, Matt, do you mean what hand would they then chop the other hand off with? Or do you mean which oh. hand would they chop? I assume someone was doing the chopping for us. I'm not doing my own chopping. Yeah, that would be awful, wouldn't it? I don't think I'd go through with that. No, no the, the, the digits <laughs> chosen, what hand did they primarily come from? So did they primarily come from okay. the left hand or, 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 the, yeah, or the right left hand? hand? It's left hand. For sure. There's no two ways about it. It's got to be left yeah. hand for sure. 
No. And it's erasure, you know, and it's it's awful, but it's the truth. True. We're going to go the same then, Matt. Okay, so the last question in this round, I want you to tell me how many digits weren't chosen by anyone on the guestination. So obviously there were 10 options. How many digits just weren't chosen whatsoever? Weren't chosen. I mean, you, you I don't did... think anyone's choosing their thumbs. But what do you? Oh, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be able to use the phones. You'd have to. You'd have to text. How like... would I scroll on TikTok? Well, exactly. How would you scroll on TikTok? You'd be texting like mums and nanas do, where they open the leatherette <gasps> case and use their their index finger to type. Unless you're my mother, she's a middle finger typer. Really? And she looks. It's like she's got some sort of claw hand, and she texts like this. Whenever she's on a phone, we're all a. I mean, for the listeners, I'm demonstrating. Uh, so. So if it was my mum, she'd be keeping that left middle finger for sure. I don't think anyone's choosing their thumbs. I would say, like, a lot of people wouldn't be choosing the middle fingers because they're good fun. I think they're a... Ooh. It's tricky. I think the only digit that no one's going to choose is their thumbs. I think people have reasons to get rid of their index, middle, ring. So I think there's only two that people, no one would have chosen, just the thumbs. I'm Yeah, I'm going to... Because I don't know how many people you ask, so it might be millions. Millions. How how is the podcast doing? <laughs> <laughs> We've asked five friends, and uh, that's where we're drawing this information from. <laughs> For our family, it's we say one friends. Of them, my mum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to go no. with I'll, I'll go with thumbs. I agree with you on that, but I also think in, index finger is quite. I don't want to do without my index mm. finger. Do you know what I mean pointing at stuff? Although we talked yeah. about this the other, the other night, right? There's some people who count. By um, going uh, one, two, three, little finger down, middle finger, uh, ring finger down. Do you know, are you aware of that? Like, if you're going to count well, one to five, I, how would you go? How would you do it, Maddie? I would ordinarily start my index finger one, two, three, four, five. Is the but the other day I was well actually the other day literally just now. If I say the other day, I might mean ten minutes ago or three years ago. <laughs> but I was I was filming a video and I was started to count and I started on my thumb. Yes. And I think a lot of people online start on their thumb, but ordinarily I'd start on my index finger. Yeah, it's like an online way of counting. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go index finger. I'm gonna do yeah. thumb as well. So I'm gonna say so Maddie, you're going for like one. Is that two? One, Two, well, two thumbs, or, or do you mean yeah, one so Matt, you thumbs? Two. Matt, how do we work this out? So the thumb would be finger five and six. Wait, one, two, three, four, five and six. Okay. Digits five and six were not picked by anyone. I'm going to go digits four. Unless they were a swimmer and they just wanted the thumbs out of the way. Oh, yes. I, uh, I, I, Did you ask Mr. Phelps? The, the, uh, oh, no, is he, who's the Thorpedo? There's another one called the Thorpedo. Pedo. Actually, Ian, Ian Thorpe? Was that someone else? No, that's, no, it. that's, that's, that's someone else. That's it. That's oh, it? oh, my God. I'm just, it's because I'm left-handed. I'm so clever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, locked in, Matt. There you go. There's the answers. Well, what were you saying, Bush? Sorry. Uh, I'm going to go for digits four, five. This is quite hard. Six and seven. <laughs> right, so you're going four. You think four of them weren't chosen? Four of them, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Perfect, perfect. Well, the results are in. I can tell you, Maddie, you got two out of four on that. And Bush, you got one and a half out of four. Oh, the right-handed guy. <laughs> Being left in the left-hander's wake. So the, the two most commonly chosen digits to chop off were one and two, actually. So, um, so Maddie, you got the first one bang on. Um, and Bush, you put two, but I'll give, you a half, I'll give you a half mark because you picked two, but you put it in the top position. So you got the right finger put in the wrong position. Thank you very much. Thank you for being so magnanimous, Matt. I really appreciate my, that. My pleasure, my pleasure. Uh, you were both correct on the left uh, hand had the most digits chopped off from, 
But actually, nice. the answer to the fourth one was in between the two of you. The three digits weren't chosen by oh. um, by the guest nation, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, it's actually, yeah, it's uh, so so two for Maddie and uh, one and a half for you, Bush. Uh, Maddie, you just mentioned the the world of TikTok. There, uh, it, what, what would you say is the key to success? Then, because you, you've amassed uh, like you know, over a million followers, which is which is amazing. What what is the key to uh, communicating on TikTok and being a success? Bar being left handed. Um, well, yeah, apparently being left handed. Um, you've just with TikTok, you've got to just post as much as you can conceivably manage. The way that TikTok works is it shows your video to a first group of different people each time. If you posted five times in a row, five groups of different people are going to see that video. Instagram is a bit more curated. You don't want to spam. People will just start unfollowing you. Yeah. But you've just got to not overthink it. I have deliberately kept my production value low because I know I can produce content then at that incredibly low production value. But also then if I ever do brand deals or ad deals, I, they know what to expect. <laughs> and, if they, and so they have that like i did it i did an advert for cricket entirely in my pajamas and i only sort of celebrated that afterwards when i was looking at the footage and i was like maddie you could have brushed your hair <laughs> so i think to be authentic which is like super cringe oh we didn't even talk about all the gestures you could do i know chopping you fingers did quote marks then you know? why is anyone getting rid of their they're doing it like this yeah, yeah anyway so um yeah so being like authentic it's a bit cringe but not overthinking it just being and, and just yeah, never, never sort of go into the, the lowest common denominator, never punching down, just trying to have a nice time. I think there's a, definitely a draw for people to be a bit like to be in the drama or to have tea online. Yeah. But infamy is not the same. Um, so, yeah, having fun with it. And I think when you're genuinely enjoying it, like I re, like if I look at my watched videos on TikTok, they're all mine because <laughs> I just <laughs> I'm my biggest fan. But I think if you don't like or enjoy what you're making, no one else will. So it sounds like such like hocus pocus advice, but it's genuinely if you're having fun doing it, then and then you get a following from it. Great. Yeah. But then either way, you're enjoying yourself. Oh, amazing. And, and we should say uh, if, if, if people want to check out your TikToks, if that's the correct way of saying it, mm -hmm. uh, what is your handle? So it's Maddie with a Y, Lucy with a Y, Dan with two N's. It's just my full name. That's me. No numbers. Amazing. <laughs> Go check it out right now. Listen, before we get into round two, a quick reminder that if you want to play Guestimators, all you need to do is sign up at guestimators.com. Uh, the weekly Guestimators quiz will then land in your email inbox on Monday morning. And if you're working from home, you know what you can do. You can just swan around in your PJs, uh, pretend to be logged on, and just actually play. So register now and see whether you can top the weekly quiz charts. All our historic quizzes are there too if you're listening to the podcast out of sync. Statman Matt, back over to you for round two. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Thanks, Bush. Uh, just a bit of housekeeping on that last round. The digits that weren't chosen, the three digits, were actually five, six, so two thumbs, and eight. So, I mean, this looks like I'm I'm gangster oh. here. Let's <laughs> flip the birds. <laughs> Those three. Don't insult our guests, that man, Matt. <laughs> I get that. that makes, I can understand the reasoning there. Now we know. <laughs> okay, so round two is all about the Irish. We asked the guest in nation one very simple question. Who is the best Irish person of all time? So question one on this round, I want you to tell me one of the two most commonly picked people. Just need one answer. One person from the top two. Can you name either of the people who are picked? Best oh. Irish person of all time, Maddie. What are you thinking? So my, fa- my first, which is a has to be Liam Neeson, is, is personally my favourite Irish person. But I don't know if a lot of people know he's Irish, because I learnt this fact when I just Googled famous Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know he was Irish, but I love it. So I think, surely... And then I'm trying to think, you know that singer? Um, oh, no. It's been seven hours and fifteen... Sinead O'Connor. Is she Irish? Yeah. Her. Those two. Those two. And I realise, I don't think I've managed to, like... They've got to be real people. I don't think... That's what that's what is jumping into my mind. Um, is there, you know, Liam Neeson? You mentioned Liam Neeson there. Is it, is, what, what's the movie? Is there a movie that you like him in the most? What's the one where his family or someone gets kidnapped and he, and he, he has to phone up the kidnapper and give them what I've got a particular set for. of skills. That is it. Finding people like yeah. you. That's Taken, which I've actually never watched, but I really, really, really like him in um, Love Actually, which is my favourite film, oh. which might be an embarrassing thing to admit, but I don't care. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to say, are you aware of Daniel O'Donnell, um, Maddie? No. Oh. He's like an Irish singer that's been around for donkey's years. Um, he's, he's like a crooner. He wears kind of like jumpers. And he's a bit like uh, Foster and Allen, that kind of thing. I- Irish folk music. Uh, and I-, I was aware of the fact that he was quite famous, but didn't really get an idea. You know, like people who are super famous in different countries. So I went. we went over to Cork years ago for like a little, um, like a little, you know, weekend holiday thing. And Daniel O'Donnell was coming to the little village that we're in. And there was thousands of people out on the streets, people hanging out the windows, like they would do if like the Pope, the Pope was coming to visit. And I've never seen anything like it before wow. in my life. And he almost has like a religious status over there. So I'm going to put forward Daniel O'Donnell, I think. And maybe The Edge. If you've got to pick two people, um, uh, The Edge, who's, who seems like the nicest member of you uh, 2 That would be my, my two, nice. I think. Uh, I only need one answer from... Both of you, so I'm giving you the option. Just, just, Ooh. just one answer, and if you can get either of them in the top two, Neeson or O'Connor, Maddie, which one I'm, are you going to go for? I'm going to go Sinead O'Connor because I feel like people might not. I'm saying people might not know Liam Neeson's Irish. Maybe that was just me. So I'm going to go for Sinead O'Connor, please. Sinead O'Connor for Maddie. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Daniel O'Donnell. Love it. Well, interesting you said that, Maddie. Question two on this round is who was the most popular musician chosen? Oh, no. Isn't it in, oh, have we both gone It's an individual musician. musician. Well, yeah. I, mean, I, I, oh. I mentioned The Edge, which then was, was ineligible for my first uh, answer, oh, no. so I'm going to then use The Edge on my second answer. But, Maddie, you've gone and uh, let the horse bolt, have, if that's I? even a phrase, uh, with oh. Sinead O'Connor. You're going to need a, another <laughs> Irish musician. But does it have to be one individual person, or can it be, I've got one idea, but it's a band? Or has it got to be one person? It's an individual musician. An individual. Oh, no. Talk us through um, your workings, Maddie. Talk well, so, us through your workings. So I was thinking of the Cranberries because I like. I thought I'm really embarrassing myself with my 
Irish knowledge, aren't I? Because haven't they got that really good song that I like? You know the one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my mum. Yeah. Um, Let it linger, linger, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, that kind of stuff. Is that what you, know what you mean? Yeah, zombie yeah. And, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zombie. Yeah. That's the one I like because I think that's on, the one. Someone on the office, the US office, does like a Andy Bernard does like a cover of it, and it's terrible, but I love it. <laughs> um, I tell you one, but again, I think I'm going to fact check myself because I don't know if he's actually. Okay, right. I've just checked. This one is Irish. Which I didn't realise either, so maybe it's going to be a terrible one to go for. But Van Morrison. Oh yeah. Yeah, because my mum likes Van Morrison. On the subject of Do people's you... mums. Yes, yeah, talking about mums. <laughs> I, I I spent a year at the University of Massachusetts in Boston as part of my university course. I did American studies, and the big the big thing that Boston was famous for, or or, or UMass was, is that. Van Morrison apparently had sex on the sports field. <gasps> that, that was the, that was the room, the local celebrity rumor. Well, Bristol University should be famous for similar reasons. <laughs> famous alumni. I'm joking. I did. I got no action. <laughs> okay, so you're going with um, yeah, uh, Van, Morrison. Van Morrison. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the edge. Okay, great. Locked in. So, yeah. question three on this round is a yes or no question. Yes or no, did sports fans, on the whole, pick sports people as their best Irish person of all time? Yeah, yeah. Because sports fans are a different breed. They're like Disney fans. They know everything. If it's, they don't know it, it's not worth knowing. So they just live and yeah. breathe sport. So they must have done. I'm going to agree. I reckon, yeah, 100% obsessed with sport. They probably pick like some Irish rugby players that, um, that we've never heard of before, that kind of thing. Yep. That kind of thing. Like every other Irish person, apparently, according to me. <laughs> sorry, I just have Ireland. no knowledge of them. So, yeah. Sorry, Ireland. Sorry, I'm Ireland. embarrassed by my lack of knowledge. <laughs> okay, great. And so for the last question of this round, I want you to tell me what decade was the girl who picked Connell from Normal People, yes, the character, born? So what decade was she born in? Oh, she'd been born yet. She must be incredibly young. What de- well, I would have chosen her, and I was born in the 90s. 90s or noughties. Um, tricky, tricky. The noughties. Noughties. Noughties I'm going to go for, yeah. Is it, is it bad that I've never heard of the TV show Normal People? I'm sorry. <gasps> it's horrifying, yeah, because there was one particular bit, so the character wears a chain around his neck, and there was a scene where he's leaning like over the camera as if the camera is the lucky participant, <laughs> and the chain is dangling down, and someone made an Instagram for his chain. <laughs> <laughs> It was, oh, the, the, it was a brilliant. Oh yeah, it's a bit galling though. They just they, there's two lovers and they just sort of keep missing each other. You know, going through life and they're meant to be together. Ah, so you can worth watching. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like, don't you don't need mum walking in? Oh, it's one of those. Mums. Speaking yeah, going yeah, back to mums. Of, it just it suddenly gets raunchy and then you're like, whoa, okay. Whoa there. Um, whoa, but I think yeah, naughties for for the the. The answer for me. I'm going to go 90s. Just the other side of noughties. Hope to pick up uh, a slight inaccuracy if uh, Maddie's wrong and then I get the decade next to it. Played that well. You've played me like a fiddle there. Thanks very much. What are we saying then? Great. Well, before I tell you the answers on, on how well you scored in round two, I actually managed to speak to our friend who picked <gasps> Connell from Normal People. And um, yeah, here's what oh. she had to say. Hi, my name's Lara. I'm 23 and I'm in Vietnam at the minute. Well, my thought process was who would make me want to go and get a Guinness with them in the pub? And to be honest, not many Irish people made me think of that. But one person sprang to mind, 
and it was Connell from Normal People, not the actor, the actual character, because he's a very complex character with lots of deep emotions. And, you know, they don't really make men like that anymore, you know, deep emotions. Um, So I thought he'd be a good person to go get a beer with because I think he's a little bit messed up and I kind of like that and I'd like talking to him. And plus, he's quite sexy, so that's always a bonus. So that was my reasoning. Not a lot of thought went into it, if I'm honest. Mm Three-minute podcast voice note. Not a lot of thought. Look, there's a long way around to saying he's fit, wasn't it, babe? And also, we need to know, when did she turn 23? Because I might be right here. This is, when did she turn 23? It's right on the I edge, isn't it? I never explained that. It is right on I the edge, like, um, It is, isn't it? She could be 99 or, an, or a, a millennium bebe. Well, I mean, she says as well that she doesn't really show her... You know, she's not really thought it through. But, I mean, that's an incredible bit of, uh, you know... Yeah. Uh, there were layers there. There was so layers. layers were there to describe that she just fancies him. Yes. We all think everyone's had a deep thought, and when we think they're really fit, they're just real emotionally intelligent. No, Sandra, they're just gorgeous. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it could be uh, that. That could be, uh, you know, uh, an insight that you might have uh, won that last question there, actually, Maddie. To be honest with you, I'll never we'll know. have to find out. <laughs> well, here you go. So on that round, Maddie, you narrowly beat Bush. You got one out of four, though the scoring wasn't wasn't very good, wow. I'll be honest. I absolutely stacked and Bush, it. you got a big fat zero. Zero. Unfortunately. So it, it, here are the answers. Oh. The two most commonly picked people were Roy Keane and Terry Wogan. Oh, I know one of those. Terry, yeah. It's Terry. The most popular musician, Maddie, you kind of talked yourself out of this maybe a little bit. It was Sinead O'Connor. Oh. This happens so often on guesstimators where someone uh, comes out with what it pops into the head first and then talks themselves out of the correct answer. I should have just, because I would have, I mean, I didn't get the first one right anyway, so at least I I should have just carried, ah, what a gutting turn of events. Trust your initial reaction, Maddie. That's that's the the takeaway from this. Yeah. Um, Sports fans actually didn't pick sports people. Um, not real fans so, not real fans fake fans exactly <laughs> exactly and uh, and Lara yes was indeed born in the uh, in the noughties if that's how you if that's the phrase for that decade noughties so uh, yeah, yeah that got you your point Maddie wow um, wow so the running total Maddie you're, you're, you're on three Bush you're on one and a half way oh. behind uh, great work so far Maddie we're going to go into the final round and see how you do all to play for obviously uh, tell us then what you're up to next uh, I love the fact that you did the obviously the other the other thing to what you do is, is stand up comedy uh, we, we were learning about your show in the Edinburgh Fringe in a sushi restaurant tell us about how that works it's an amazing uh, innovative way of doing stand up comedy yeah so it was a it was a job that came across um, from my management which I was so I'm, I mean I, I like sushi but like the sort of sushi that isn't fish or rice no I do I love sushi but um, I'm not very brave but um yeah so it came across as a job and i was like that looks like brilliant fun i think i you know um was very fortunate to have my first performance at the fringe be a paid one because i know there are a lot of people they're there for the month and it's enormously stressful and they're spending yeah. money on venues so i just sort of thought i've not managed to really commit to stand up in the way that i would have wanted to because it's just such an enormous commitment and working the circus thing so i thought this job looks like brilliant fun i mean the slight stress was that the more people laugh the faster that the sushi belt moved which Amazing. was 
Yeah, and I unfortunately, that. I had a joke that was centered around, you know, if you accidentally pick the wrong thing off the belt as a proper Brit, you've got to eat what you're given and never complain and always say that that was what you meant to pick. But unfortunately, at that moment, the belt was moving so slowly that that wasn't going to be a problem for anyone. I mean, <laughs> so. I love it. Um, so um, one final question before we get on to the final round. Uh, if you watch stuff like Casualty and Holby City, Maddie, do you, do you pick it apart and think they'd never do that, that's unrealistic, that doesn't work, or is it a good reflection of the environment yeah. that you're working? One of the big reasons I got into medicine was to do emergency medicine. It was because of like the dramas I'd seen on TV. Like I've got no medical family, I don't know where the idea came from. At times it felt like a terrible one. So I love those sorts of shows. And then since like being, when I was a medical student and then since graduating, working as a doctor, I do look at the shows. Some of them are pretty good, but my favourite thing is like the... Um, improvised like ventilators or like life support you know someone's got like two airpods up their nose or they've got like a drinking straw dangling out of their mouth i did a video on tiktok ages ago where i was laying in bed and i had like a crazy straw that i was drinking my drink out of because i was lying down and then i caught sight of myself on my phone and i thought oh my gosh i look like somebody on life support on casualty so i took a quick video um i don't watch an awful lot of it nowadays i tend to watch more like things like 24 hours in a &E where they're like actually doing it right um but no yeah. i'm yeah I, I do love to watch these dramatic shows or one of my favourite things, I was watching Black Mirror and there's a bit where they're resuscitating somebody and they shock the patient and then they feel immediately repulsed and they go, I'm going, no, I can't do an American accent. I'm, I can't do it. I'm going again and they shock again and I'm like, actually, the uh, the advanced life support algorithm does say that between shocks you, re you resume CPR and then you do a pulse check at your next three minutes. So actually you would not pass. You would not be an ALS provider because that's not how you're supposed to do it. I love it. I love that. Well, listen, uh, let's uh, let's get into the final round. Uh, it's all to play for. I am quite far behind, but I think I could pull this back. Uh, Statman Matt, what have you got for us in the final round of the quiz today? Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Velux XC. Juvederm Velux XC is an ejectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Velux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. So round three is all about taste. So the guest nation was told that the tongue is covered in about 8,000 taste buds. And they got the chance to permanently choose the number of taste buds they had on their tongue. So question one in this round, did the majority <laughs> of people change the number of taste buds on their tongue? Yes or no? Oh, weird, this is weird bizarre. question. That's a little insight into Statman Matt's mind. Yeah. I do these kind of things. 
But I guess you would have known this, right? You're, you're a doctor. You, yeah. you would have known how many taste buds. And I didn't want to interrupt to yeah. tell you because I'm sure that as a right-handed man, you would have known. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Yeah, it's the first day of med school. How many taste buds? 8,000. <laughs> what what in, your, in your opinion is the tastiest food of all time? Maddie, what is your go-to <gasps> favourite food since we're talking about taste? It would be a share bag of kettles, salt and balsamic vinegar crisps, <laughs> along with one of those four party dips. Yes. You know, with the different coloured ones. And you don't know what any of them are. And I refuse to look because I, I like not knowing. But the one with the cheese in is my least favourite. The pink one's quite nice. Pink, the pink one's that, amazing. Yeah. Oh, I think, um, no, I what think it's it? Thousand Island. I think it's Thousand is Island, it? yeah. Sometimes it's got a lump of red pepper in it, though, and I never know if that's, like, meant to be there or cross-contamination. I mean, I eat it, so it's fine. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a simple woman. Now, crisps and dip, oh, oh. that's my favourite thing ever. Uh, and then the direct opposite, Maddie, worst thing, the least tasty, most disgusting food as far as you're concerned. Wilted spinach. Oh. A lovely pasta dish, and someone throws spinach at it, a metric tonne, and then all you get is one little slimy leaf. <laughs> I don't like it. I, find, I don't mind, like, a raw spinach, quite right. pleasant, great for iron, very healthy. Um, I feel like a rabbit when I'm eating it, which is great fun. But wilted, it just it congeals into, like, a bit of a lump. It always cools down faster than everything else it's with, and it's like eating a little slug. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I hate it. Hates it. She hates spinach. It's a terrible return on your investment, isn't it? You, like you say, you can put yeah. in loads of spinach, and you just get, like, a little tiny tea bag's worth yeah. of it at the end. Ooh. Let's have this lovely, fresh, crunchy vegetable and make it slimy. <laughs> Smaller and slimier, said no. Like, why? Uh, right. What's wrong with it? That's a good yeah, point. I hate it. Uh, I didn't realise hates... how much I hated no, it. No, it's Visible. all coming out, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right, well, let's go to question one then. Um, did the majority of people change the number of uh, their taste buds? What are you thinking? I think given the option, why not? A bit boring if you don't. So, on, I don't know... I would change it to if I'm going up or down. But I think given the option, even if I just said, yeah, I'll have 8,001, can I choose the location of the new taste buds? <laughs> have they got to go on my tongue? <laughs> Dare we ask even where you're thinking of putting them, Maddie? <laughs> Do you know, wouldn't it be useful to have it on the end of your finger? Try that. Unless you just chopped it off in the earlier part of the quiz. Oh, my gosh. See, you, this is why these decisions are actually really important and serious. That's a good point. Because... Imagine if I didn't have an index finger. Well, I just oh, I'd put up my little, little finger. Little finger, tasting finger. Dip, oh. Yeah, the tasting finger. So yeah, I think the majority would change it because why not? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say people maybe they they've looked at the number eight thousand. That seems like a lot. Maybe they, they've got enough. So lock it in. <laughs> yes for Maddie, no for me. Perfect. And I want you to tell me on the second question of the people who did change the number of taste buds. What was the most common number they chose? So they obviously had eight thousand as a as a benchmark. As a total number of taste buds that they would like to have. Yeah, total. Oh, God, mm. this is just so bizarre. It's weird. <laughs> weird quiz, this. It's very weird. Very weird. No one's winning this pub quiz. <laughs> Unsettling. Oh, people be leave, if this was a pub quiz, people would just be getting up and going, I'm just going to get <laughs> yeah, beat exactly. the traffic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the most common number that people... The most common total, right. Oh, I mean, where would it end? I guess you could just have, you know, if you've got 8,000, maybe just think, 
I, don't, I want a million. I want a million taste buds. Yeah, because someone might say, well, why I want to be the world record holder for the most taste buds. Yeah. One billion taste buds. <laughs> billion taste buds. But then here's the thing. In the morning, if you had too many taste buds, you might just die from morning breath. It might kill you. <laughs> Imagine that. It might be, maybe there's a reason why we have only got a certain number of taste buds, because we otherwise in the morning we face certain death. Yes. That is a good point. Morning breath is just Do you know what I mean? Awful, and there's it? other things... There's other activities that you might not want to have more flavour from <laughs> if you understand what I mean. We'll leave the door ajar on that particular mental we image. Will. We will, because I don't know what I'm talking about either. Um, oh, the most... What are you thinking, billion? You still go with it. You know, you said earlier on to stick with your, your, your initial reaction. Maybe yeah, you go billion. I don't billion. think you want me to get any more points. There is that as is well. A, a ruse. This is a ploy. I think people would want to have 10 times more so 80,000 mm, I'm going to go I'm going to stick with, with a million you go 80,000 I'm going to say a million let's just see I'm going to go with 999,000 then that old chestnut joking. That, no 80,000 I'm sick of my mouth locked in okay great and uh, well we don't need the tiebreaker but I'm going to ask it just because <laughs> I think it's quite funny oh savage oh no brutal Absolutely brutal. Well, I think we know how this one pans out. But the tiebreaker question was, what was the lowest number of taste buds that someone on the guest nation chose? Do we get to know why they chose it? Because I have so many questions. No, no. But we I can think... uh, we can maybe find out in a future episode. Ooh, yeah. The lowest number, three. Three. What a one, one massive like taste sweet, bud. Sweet, sour and savoury. That'd be good, yeah. Like, just have one taste bud that is for each thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go one. One massive taste bud that just does all of them. <laughs> massive flipping taste buds. <laughs> Seeing as we don't need the uh, the tiebreaker, Matt, thanks. Slap in the face. <laughs> so on that round, so Maddie, you got one. And oh. Bush, again, you got a big fat zero, unfortunately. Oh, you're very good oh, I'm at awful this. at this. Why am I doing this? The majority of people did choose to change. I, I think you're right, Maddie. Given the option, most people would, uh, would want to change. Yeah. Uh, but... Those that did change, the most common answer to change to was 10,000. Oh, uh, I was closest. If you've got 8,000 and you get the option to change the amount of taste buds, why be so conservative and just add yeah. 2,000 on the top? They're wasting their time, yeah. these people. Do you know what I mean? I agree. You having that? Yeah. Guestination, you having that? Bush is basically calling you, you having out. having that? There. I'm calling you out on this episode. I'm sick oh. of it. Sorry, Maddie. Sorry about this. Sorry. It's because Sorry. I said I liked the general public to start off, so it's gone in my favour. Yeah, I, Not I, that I, I got I'm, that one right either. I'm disliking the more and more the more we do this because I keep losing. <laughs> uh, the tiebreaker actually, the lowest someone chose was five hundred. Five hundred. It's just it's just so abstract. It is. Which I think is the format of the yeah. Quiz. Welcome to Guess the Matters. <laughs> there you go. Wow. And the penny has just dropped. It has. Well, um, in terms of total scores, then Matt, what, what kind of is this a trouncing from uh, uh, from Maddie Dan versus me here? I would say so. I would say so. Maddie ends with a four, a very respectable oh, four out of ten, that. and Bush a less respectable one and a half out of ten. Oh. It's going to stay with me for a long time. This. <laughs> oh dear. Four out of ten. Disappointed. Oh, well, I mean, I'm you, glad I won, though. Well, you did. That's the main thing. You did win, which is a fantastic yeah. thing. Uh, and uh, I think it's important to remind the listeners that it's not the taking part that counts. It is the winning. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. yeah, I've always felt that to be true. Also, Maddie, from winning, you get 
a guestimator's <gasps> mug, which we'll put in the post for you. Do you do, you do. I'm actually thrilled about this. Feels like countdown. You know, you get that crappy little <laughs> clock. But I'd rather have a mug. Have a crappy little Many mug thanks. instead. Yeah. Uh, so, Maddie, what's next for you? You've got so many different things going on. Uh, where can where can people get more Maddie Dan in their life? So I'm on I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, um, and I do have a YouTube that's rubbish, so don't bother looking, to be honest. Uh, um, but yeah, just social media. Um, I would advise, don't come to my place of work, okay? No, I'm joking, no one's ever done that. Um, oh, no, actually don't, because I'm less of a busy shift if I don't get any patients. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm on social media, so find me there. Brilliant. Are you, you going to be doing more stand-up soon? We, we talked about it a little bit earlier on in terms of you know dipping your toe into it. What, what do you think about that for the future? So I haven't got any solid plans. I mean, look, the dream here would be to do a Phoebe Waller-Bridge and write a one-woman show that gets turned into an enormously successful sitcom and then you know write on incredible projects with actors like Jodie Combe and then becomes like enormously famous. But instead of that, (laughs) uh, no, 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 no serious plans for stand up coming up. I don't know. I'm sort of having fun with everything and just taking the opportunities as they come, knowing that hopefully there's always more and enjoying it as it goes along. I'm doing quite some quite fun stuff with uh, Chicken Run too, so that should be something to look out for. Is that a Bristol Um, connection thing as well with with, uh, an Ardman, etc.? Is that to do with your Bristol roots? Well, so, yeah, so Ardman is based in Bristol, but um, I was told, and I unfortunately agree, that I look like Mrs. Tweedy. Uh, I mean, actually, I just look like every Ardman character. It's my oval-shaped head and my deep-set eyes. If you've never seen me in person and you'll listen to my voice now, I'll allow you to picture what I look like. Um, but it's like I'm made of plasticine. So um, when I realised I look quite a lot like her, it sort of snowballed into, well, I, I really like the film Chicken Run yeah. anyway, and I love the music. So in a lot of my older videos, I would use the Chicken Run theme tune in the background so it sort of just snowballed from there and i think ardman and then netflix that are hosting chicken run 2 saw that i'm a big fan and so um yeah and i love ardman and wallace and gromit and yeah i think ardman's brilliant so it's it's from a it's from a place of love and fandom amazing well listen it has been uh fantastic to have you on guestimators even though you did wipe the floor with me uh thank you so much maddie dan yeah thank you so much Thanks again to Maddie. Make sure you listen right to the end of this podcast to hear Statman Matt reveal who topped the leaderboard this week and what their score was. Like I say, it could be you. If you've been listening to this thinking, I could get this right, well, make sure you get involved and sign up for the quiz right now at guestimators.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Come and say hi and get your voice notes to us. I love this bit. It always sounds like Crime Watch UK. 07457 404 279. That's 07457 404 279. The link is also in our Twitter bio. You've been listening to Guestimators, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Hey, quiz fans. It was a much tougher round this week with the average score a four out of a 10. So it was hugely impressive to see this week's winner come in with an eight out of 10. The only person to achieve that score. So James Kirkham, we salute you. Your very stylish guestimators tote bag will be in the post very, very soon. James picked the right little finger, i.e. number 10, as the second most common to chop off. And he went Graham Norton for the best Irish person. But apart from that, got absolutely every question right. Very good, James. Congratulations. For those of you who submitted answers this week, look out for your marked quiz sheet, which will be emailed to you this weekend. You'll also be able to find the top 10 scorers from this week listed on guestimators.com. That's it from me, guestimators. See you next time.